Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me as always is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. That was a completely normal intro. I'm just, Connor, I've, I've got a lot to cover today, all right? <laughs> you're, you're a changed man. <laughs> I just, I, I decided 200 episodes in, going to start taking this podcast a little bit seriously. <laughs> Some would say maybe 100 before this would have helped. No, I was still finding my feet in the podcast world <laughs> Oh, the time. SEO has suffered so much. <laughs> no, 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 we can always repair it. It'll be fine. It'll be grand, lad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Sean, this is Hero Zero. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. Look, I, you know this, but I'm just letting I, the I, people know. I'm aware it's been 200 um, weeks every for me. week. It's like I tell you for the first time, but it's like, you've been here, I think. Sean, please have something. I'm serious, 200 in. Just get this down. Write it down somewhere. Um, it's a show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally choose DC characters. Sean, you normally choose Marvel characters. So, Sean, True. it is your week. I did Shining Knight last week. So, if you haven't checked out that episode, you can check that one out. Um, mm-hmm. Very good Sean, episode. But Sean, you're up this week, so I'm interested to know who you've chosen. Connor, I this is a problem only shared by me and you, is that after 200 weeks, we are running out of, you know, the top tier cream of the crop comic book characters. It's, to it's talk 100 about. characters each, so can anyone name 100 comic book characters? I can't even name 10, but... <laughs> Batman, other Batman. <laughs> but we had a rule that we wouldn't cover, like, the major players, like your Iron Mans and your Spider Mans and your Batmans and things like that. Yeah. So what I did is I found a loophole. Oh, no. And I remember this is comic books and there's infinite numbers of alternate universes that we can talk about. Okay. And not only that, this is also a character that I've talked about before. So I'm doing them kind of again, but kind of different. Okay. Um, So so that rules out Spider-Man. It's not Spider-Man. But I I have done Miles Morales from the same universe. Yes, you've done the Miles Morales in the MCU. Well, not the MCU, Marvel. The Ultimate Universe. Uh, The Ultimate Universe. 
But and now, okay, is it Captain America? It is not. Okay. It is a character, goes by the name of Reed Richards from the oh, Ultimate Universe. Oh, known bastard Reed Richards. Known bastard Reed Richards. And not to spoil anything, Connor, this is when he's his most bastard. <laughs> Because I thought that was our one. <laughs> the one that we made up in our heads. <laughs> the, no, the not to spoil anything, but Reed Richards, uh, Ultimate Universe Reed Richards, is a villain. Well, to be fair, now, this does not surprise me, but he's also a villain in normal Marvel comics. Okay, but I, I'm going to do the report and then you can... Is he like Hitler? Like, how bad are we talking? I mean, I, I don't... <laughs> oh, it's bad, dude. So, it's if anyone, bad. If this is your first time tuned in to any of our Fantastic Four talk, me and Sean's, from the very, very start, from the first yeah. day we met, we bonded over the fact that we were like, Reed Richards, comic book Reed Richards is terrible an absolute man. bastard. A terrible man. Um, just atrocious at all times. He's always really mean to Ben Grimm. Ben gets turned into a rock creature. He's like, I'm named Mr. Fantastic. You're the fucking thing, you ugly prick. Literally everyone in the world will tell him, oh, don't build that machine that could wipe out everything. And then he'll build it just to yeah. see if he can. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm reaping My- what I sowed. <laughs> and so... The ultimate universe, very, very quickly, is that kind of the early 2000s, Marvel wanted to refresh a bunch of their characters and tell a bunch of new stories, create an easier entry point for people new to reading comics. And so they created the ultimate universe, which is heavily inspired by the events of the mainline Marvel Comics universe. But it's condensed and simplified and updated for a modern age. It's kind of actually, it was like New 52 for DC before New 52. Um, kind, yeah, yeah. But New Fifty Two like, went all in, whereas Ultimate would probably was like half in. They wanted Marvel, to also keep yeah. the other half. Marvel Ultimates was like a soft launch where they could try out things that they yeah. thought would be cool, um, and then they would fold in whatever was successful about ten years later. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely, like it, it, they did. They made the right call. And there's there's bits in this that, like, some of this backstory is shockingly similar. To certain depictions of this character that we've seen, is is he still mean to Ben Grimm? Oh, he's uh, it's it. Look, it doesn't go into it in the report, but I'm assuming he is. <laughs> I'm assuming yes. <laughs> is he beating up Sue Storm and beating up Johnny? I'm I'm assuming he's just a bastard to everyone. He makes some, yeah, he's a bastard to everyone. He makes some bad calls, mm. but he's I'll, oh oh. oh here we go. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm prepared off. for this. Childhood. Yeah. All right. Gary and Mary Richards had a kid. They named him Reed. They realised early on this kid is very, very clever. Um, he's well ahead of like any other child of his age, any other child of his year in school. Um, so Reed w- and he was always focused on science to the point that he would kind of isolate himself. He wouldn't go out and play sports and things like that with the other kids. Um, his father would often find him cannibalizing household appliances trying to create something new you are so happy i said household appliances i was so, i mean i was like straight off the gate i think he's a bad <laughs> i don't want to come in too strong too early but if he's eating people then i'm gonna be like i'm gonna frown upon that well he's not eating people he's just okay. he's taking apart like video players and dvd players he's and all eating that kind video of thing. players okay. he's eating betamax tapes yeah uh, cool. and his father Annoyed that his son was taking apart the appliances that he had worked so hard to pay for, uh, would often physically abuse Reed as punishment. Uh, He was uh, also, his heightened intellect made him the subject of ridicule at school. 
Uh, so he was very heavily bullied. But despite this, Manny, he became friends with Ben Grimm, who in school was the like star quarterback. Okay, so, maybe this is the way where he turns it around. Oh, you'll think so. Oh. But so him and Ben, he teaches Ben like he uh, what's the word tutors him yeah. in like science and maths and all that kind of stuff. And Ben in turn is like, hey, look, don't bully this kid. He's helping me, and that's how they become friends in this. Okay. So while Reed was ten years old, and tell me if this rings a bell, Connor, he began developing schematics for a device that could transmit matter across dimensions. This he is the plot of Fan It's exactly the plot of Fan They ripped cool. it from the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> cool. He displayed his work at the Middleton School Science Fair, where he successfully teleported a toy into an alternate dimension. Uh, an agent named Lieutenant Lumpkin, who was at the fair, recommended him for induction into a special government think tank based in the Baxter building in that, New York. That plot point doesn't get any better comic book version or movie version that there's a CIA agent. Just, <laughs> just strolling around like a high school the, science fair. He's just going around the science fair. Also, in the movie, what always sticks out to me is, obviously, Miles Teller is about 34 in that scene and everybody yeah. else is 14, which, first of all, also weird. But secondly, when he successfully teleports something... All the teachers in that movie are like, you're a fucking dickhead, you cheating bastard. This isn't a magic fair. And I was like, (laughs) even if it was magic, is that not so cool? That's (laughs) impressive. Why would a teacher be like, you dickhead, get out? And and then in in the, I, I assume it's in the film as well, but it's explicitly said in the comic is that in for agreeing to let Reed go to the Baxter building in New York, his family are paid a monthly fee. So his father is like delighted to get rid of him right. and he gets paid for the privilege. Okay, <laughs> they, they just get paid to get rid of him. Yeah, which is kind of fucked. Yeah. But doesn't forgive the things that he's going to do in the future, let no. me tell you. Uh, so he went to the Baxter building um, and he began working for uh, a noted scientist named Dr. Franklin Storm. Uh, Storm introduced Reed to his greatest achievements, his daughter Susan and her younger brother Johnny. Uh, his um, So while he was there, he also developed the designs for the fantastic car. The idea being that he could go back and visit home whenever he wanted. But he also never wanted to go home because he hated his father. But he just right. wanted to build a car and wanted an excuse. He just wanted to build a hot rod. Do you know what I mean? You got to feel me- that under your... Legs. Jeez, <laughs> I love when you talk about cars, Connor. <laughs> so, I'm a bit of an automobile junkie, Sean. You can probably tell. Bit of a gearhead over here, guys. <laughs> La so, familia. For the next several years, Reed would work on his teleportation technology. In the Baxter building, he had every resource at his disposal. And they even developed, uh, it was kind of a window that could peer into the negative zone or the end zone as they call it in the Ultimate Universe. Right, okay. Uh, During this time, Reed met a fellow student named Victor Van Dam. Sorry, Victor Victor Van Dam. Victor Van Dam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude's son? No, no, no. Okay. His name's just Victor Van Dam. Look, as long as it's not Doom in his name, I'm assuming he's a good guy. Oh, he's going to end up, like, he's going to come out good out of all Actually, he might be good at this one. Go on. Victor was a brash and arrogant student, uh, noted for his enmity towards his fellow students. 
okay. uh, which I think is superiority complex. Yeah, it's a fancy way of saying he's just a dick. Just a prick. Uh, one day, uh, Reed found Victor. He was, Victor was going through Reed's room, going through his notes. Not only that, but he was also making corrections to Reed's calculations. Oh. Uh, and being like, no, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And Reed is like outraged at first. But then he's like, actually, if you're able to do that, you're about as smart as me. Do you want to be friends? And the two became best friends at the time. Oh. Uh, because Now, by the time they reached adulthood, they had made a transmitter to transmit things from the ultimate universe into the end zone, the negative zone. Uh, they went out to the Nevada desert. Sorry, by they, the way, whenever you say ultimate universe, you just mean their universe. So, their universe, okay, excuse cool. me, yeah. Uh, so the they went out to the Nevada desert to set up kind of a testing site and Reed's old school friend Ben Grimm showed up to see how his old pal was doing. What a time, Ben. <laughs> what a time. He was on college holiday and so just wanted to see what Reed was up to. He just drove out to the middle of nowhere where they're doing this test. Yeah. And just Ben just pulls up in the truck, gets out, starts waving. He's in his Letterman jacket. And he's like, guys... Have a talk to you. What's going on? It's me, Ben. ben I'm just going to be here. I won't interrupt at Honestly, all. Don't lads, you worry. I could come back. I can come back at a different time if this is a work free. What are you up to? Are you up to something weird? I'd say you are, lads. Are you? Oh, Jesus, lads. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then what Reed does, because he's an idiot, but he's also a genius, but he's an idiot, is he's like, Ben, come up to the control panel here with all the rest of us. Yeah. You'll want to see what's happening. You'll understand everything that's going on, surely. Good friend. Good, fr- good friend Reed Richards. Yeah. Uh, un- unbeknownst to everyone, Victor Van Damme had altered the coordinates on the transmitter device, meaning that instead of the apple that was 50 feet away that they were hoping to transport, oh, no. they transport the the five people standing on the platform instead. Oh, this is going to knock on Edwell. Reawakening several yards away, right? Yeah. Reed rose to his feet, discovering that he now possessed the ability to stretch and remould his body into a variety of shapes. It's, it, well, it's literally the plot of Fan Forstic, other than the touch weird goo in that movie, if I remember. There is a bit of weird goo going on, but yeah, essentially the same thing. Yeah. Is that like, it's, and I think the comic panels are very similar in how they find out their powers. Because um, Ben, Sue, and Johnny also develop powers on their own. Uh, but mysteriously, Van Damme, he he's he's mysteriously gone missing. He's Von gone. He's he's Von gone. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. Maybe he's stuck in the negative zone. No, yeah, I was thinking that. Oh well, that that's okay. He establishes a small community in Denmark. Is what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that because they had to. They they knew Latveria had to come up, yeah. but they hadn't established Latveria yet. To be honest, so. good quality of life in Denmark. Pretty good. Pretty good yeah. health care. Uh, very good health care. Very good school system. I think he'd do well over there. I, I think no, he's, he's fine. Doing, he's doing very well. What he does is he uh, basically brings an entire community under his control using neural implants. Uh, and when the Fantastic Four arrive to stop him, uh, what he does is he eliminates each member of the Fantastic Four one by one until only Reed is left. Of course. And there's two old friends facing off oh, against each other. yeah, here we go. So... Reed fought Victor, winning the fight until all of the townsfolk were unleashed upon Reed all at once. Uh, 
unable to convince Victor to help him reverse the changes and unable to force him to do so as Victor has diplomatic immunity, Reed leaves and returns his focus to science, altering the transporter so it can now move between time and dimensions. So Right. So, hang on. The town leapt on top of Reed Richards. All the, like, all the townspeople are mind-controlled, basically. Right. And, and so they just leap on top of, of Stretchy Man. Yeah, they all just run at him at once. And he can only stretch so far, you does know. Does Van Damme have powers? Uh, he does. Okay. He, it's largely, he's largely Von Doom. Like, okay. throughout the cool. month. He's just slightly younger. Uh, and and he's called a bit Van Damme. More, he's a bit more technology than magic in this one. Okay, I can see that. Cool. Yeah. Um, so the the Fantastic Four then went public, battering, ba- uh, battling the extra-dimensional alien Nihil in Las Vegas. That doesn't matter. But Reed, <laughs> after this event, begins craving public approval of being a superhero. Yes. Compensating for his father's disapproval. Yes. He balanced his obsessive love of science against his romantic relationship with Sue Storm and his new celebrity status. What does she see in that man? I don't know. Absolutely not. He's an absolutely awful human being. Well, to be fair, at the minute, like, he's mostly fine. At the minute. But now he's getting a bit of an ego behind him. Right, okay. So then an event called Ultimatum happened in the Ultimate Comics. Basically, Magneto, he snaps. And he releases a big tidal wave across New York, killing most of the heroes and mutants. Because he's like, I'm just going to start again, is his whole plan. Fuck. After uh, the ultimatum wave hit New York, Reed realised that Victor would continue to destroy the world if he wasn't stopped. So Victor Von Doom, while all the heroes are gone, is now just making a power play, basically. Makes sense. Uh, So... uh, what Reed does is he prompts Ben Grimm, the thing, to go to Latveria and kill Victor Von Doom. Sorry, he, he sends someone else to do it. He sends someone else to do the dirty work because Reed can't face Doom, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not going to go fight him, but Ben, you rip him in part. And yeah. we'll see what happens. And then, uh, after this, Franklin Storm, who died in the ultimatum wave, Susan Storm's father, he dies, they have a funeral. After the funeral... Reed proposes marriage to Susan Storm. Yes. Classic dick move. <laughs> Susan Storm rejects him and the Fantastic Four disbands. Oh my God. Uh, Reed moves back in with his abusive biological family and he ponders what to do next. This is going to go well. Unable to, escape to de- unable to accept the destruction that Magneto caused with the wave, uh, He's unable to accept that the team split up and he can't accept that Sue rejected his proposal. Reed's worldview changes drastically. Uh, He also received uh, correspondence from Kang the Conqueror, who told him that his world was going to end eventually. Six months after this, Reed fakes his own death, has the Richards home blown apart, killing his family. Uh, and then arranges attacks by alien creatures on the Baxter building, the Triskelion, Roxon, and Peter Parker's home. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Pete. Poor Peter just had to be kicked down a notch Honestly, there. that lad never gets a break. Like, even in the Ultimate Universe, it's just like, kill Peter Parker. 
Doesn't matter what we do. Just kill him. Ultimate Universe Peter Parker is amazing, by the way. Like, he's what he... I was, like, my first proper Spider-Man run that I ever read was right, the Ultimate okay. Spider-Man. So, so good. But they cannot let that boy be happy. And in the <laughs> Ultimate Universe, I swear to God, he is 16 for most of it. And he's always just getting beaten the shit out of... He's just having terrible things Everyone happen Everyone he knows to him. and loves dies, and he's always getting the shit kicked out of him, and he's just always sad. So Sue finds out that Reed organised all these alien attacks and he also finds out that he faked his death and made them all grieve for him without and she's telling happy. him. she's happy. She's like, take great plan. She's fucking free from that lad. Uh, no, she attempts to kill Reed, um, but he was able to neutralise her and then subjected her to extreme pain and torture. Uh, he then uh, was basically, he was attacked, a portal opened and he was then trapped in the negative zone uh, going forward. Okay, I suppose that's good. Well, is it though? Oh. Because he has a new layer set up in the negative zone uh, and it's basically all of his lab was brought in it's all fucked up and like twisted together. Um, so he's just stuck in the negative zone. He's planning his end game. He's planning what his big return, what his next step is going to be. Uh, so it's discovered that he's in there and the heroes come to, a, a bunch of heroes come to basically confront him and be like, read what's going on. Um, and Johnny, Johnny Storm, is angry because Reed hurt his sister. And I, that's the main thing he cares about right now. I mean, makes sense, absolutely. And so Johnny unleashes a massive flame attack, disfiguring the right side of Reed's face <gasps> and causing him to lose functionality of his right arm. Uh, he was then flung from the base and left floating aimlessly about the negative zone uh, for an undetermined amount of time. Can his skin be burned or damaged? Can he not, like, move more skin? Does that make he, sense? He, I get it, yeah. He's he's kind, He is susceptible to... Because it's cellular damage. Like, he can stretch okay. his cells. But, but if the cells he, are damaged to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. It's kind of useless. Um so he eventually found a way of returning to Earth and he set up a group called the Children of Tomorrow and their aim was to create the perfect world, okay? Always a bad start. To this end, he used his knowledge of time and dimensional portals to set up a thing called the Dome and in the Dome, uh, time passes at an accelerated rate compared to the outside world. So Reed Richards and this little fucking cult that he set up spends 900 years basically evolving themselves and becoming perfect. What the fuck is going on? It's insane. The ultimate universe is breakneck pace, Connor. So, he, so the rest of the world is like moving at like a minute and it's like a minute is like like at 24 hours. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's, it's just ever like the the point, the whole point of it is, is that given enough time, science and technology will advance to such a point that that they can take on anything that the present day can throw at them. So, Jesus. like, they could have been there in, like, six months real world time. But there was 900, like, nearly, like, a millennium for so, Reed Richards. like, he's just spent 900 years being Hitler. Pretty much. Pretty, like, or more cool. like a Charles Manson kind of thing. Oh, yeah, like that's a, better. A charismatic leader. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's good. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's um, fine. And he also, like, they don't age while they're in there either, obviously. Even better. Even better. Um, so uh, the Hulk was sent to attack 
the children of tomorrow. And after this, the maker deployed an antimatter bomb on Washington, D.C., killing the president, his cabinet and Congress. Good. That's a good start. Afterwards, Tony Stark contacted the new president to make a plan and Stark volunteered himself as a prisoner for the children of tomorrow in order to ensure further peace, that there wouldn't be another antimatter bomb set up. It's almost too, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, that Tony Stark would do something for somebody else. Um, it, it's it's self- a very unselfish thing to do, which is very unlike comic book Tony Stark. It's it's not his general MO. No. But he also wanted to get inside and see. He the just wanted to see what tech they had. Wanted to see what was going yeah. on. Um, so then, uh, what happened next is that Reed Richards is about to like basically dissect Tony Stark and just see what his <laughs> brain's all about. Fucking hell! <laughs> but in the Ultimate Universe, Tony has a brain tumor. And that tumour is what allows him to interface with technology. Right. And because he's hooked up to all these machines, he's able to basically take over uh, the dome. And the the end goal is that Reed Richards is captured um, and he is handed over to S.H.I.E.L.D. Jesus. So Tony Stark has, like, the ability to interact with computers with his brain. Yeah. So instead of Jarvis, it's called Anthony in the Ultimate Universe. Okay. And it's a brain tumor that lets him talk to technology, Jeez, basically. Okay. It's absolutely fucked up. <laughs> um, so after this, uh, Galactus comes to the Ultimate Universe, right? <laughs> Just, you know, he pops down for a visit. You were all familiar with Galactus, big yeah, cloud man. Look, uh, he eats planets and he's made of clouds. Exactly. And so Reed decided to escape custody and try to appeal to the Ultimates, which are the Avengers in this universe. He's like, look, I know I did bad. I'm ready to change. I can help you stop Galactus. I know I'm Charles Manson slash Hitler. Hold my hands up. I'll hold both my hands up. I'll freely admit that, lads. I've had a few moments where I may have done some things that were Mm -hmm. seen as, you know, iffy. A bit iffy. But lads, I blew up the president. I may have blown up the president. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? But sure, we all thought about it. I was the only one who did it, right? But what I'm here to say is I can punch a cloud like the fuck. There's nobody else here that can punch a cloud like I can. I'll stab a cloud. I don't care. Well, his whole plan is that he's going to go to a universe where they've stopped Galactus already, take the data from them and apply it in their universe. So he goes to Earth 616, the main Marvel universe. Cool. And... He, he ends up in the Baxter building of the main Marvel Universe, meets Sue Storm, finds out she's happily in a relationship with the Reed Richards there. He has a change of heart. He's like, maybe, God, if, if it can work here, it can work back home, you know? Yeah. Maybe I've been wrong all of these maybe years. Maybe I'm such a nice guy. She has to like me. And then... What what he then does is he goes home. <laughs> yeah, I know this is going to be fucked from the look on your face. <laughs> Go on. Well, no. Well, first of all, we have the Galactus problem to deal with. Yeah, that's a small, minor issue. And his plan is that he gets Kitty Pride, who can phase through things, gives her some giant man serum, makes her real big, and has her phase into Galactus and break his machine. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we crawl up his arse and we blow <laughs> you up. Essentially, but from the outside is what happened there. Cool. All of that was a distraction to open up a portal to the negative zone and send Galactus into it. Makes sense. So, fine. That's all done. Uh, so, 
after this, Reed Richards is like trusted and he's hired by Shield. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Nick Fury comes to him and is like, "Hey, Reed, we need someone to think of every possible thing that could happen." Like a big Galactus man just came from the sky. We need someone who can plan for these kind of eventualities. And Reed accepted, but his redemption had been a facade. <laughs> he secretly continued his operations, now going by the name of the Maker, in ter- in as the head of the Children of the Future, trying they're, to rebuild the Earth. He th- they're he surprised that the man with the God complex thinks that he's God. True. Yeah. However, he has also at this point, he's made his head real big so that he could stretch his brain so that he could be smarter. Uh, he wears a special helmet and he looks like the most villainous man to ever live. <laughs> he's the type of man you'd look at and you'd go, he's a villain. Then, at some point, he became aware, aware of incursions happening. This is, an, uh, 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 I suppose, an event, a galactic event in Marvel Comics where... Two universes crash together and destroy each other. The idea being that if you get rid of that other universe, you'll be you'll be grand. Your universe will be fine. Uh, so he began to see alternate realities. He saw this happening over and over again. And any time that the ultimate universe was threatened, uh, Reed Richards would destroy the other earth of that universe so nothing could crash into it reed richards destroyed 67 earths <laughs> in the ultimate universe that's almost too many earths when you think almost too many or too off of being funny yeah, but <laughs> at least get to the number at least do, do it. it while preparing to destroy uh, another world he saw it detonate prematurely before he had anything to do with it and this is where he witnessed the arrival of the Cabal from Earth 616. And this is, Namor leads them and he's bas- Namor's basically doing the same thing. He's blowing right. up Earth so that Earth 616 can so survive. So Namor, also known bastard, is Absolute doing the same prick. thing. Also in love with Sue Storm. It's hilarious. Also a god complex. Two yeah. of them are the same human being. And... These incursions happened. This was like this is an actual thing that happened in Marvel Comics was the incursions, and they destroyed universes. Like there were comic storylines that ended with the universe being destroyed, and until there were two left, yeah, Earth six one six and the Ultimate Universe. I mean, um, to be fair, like they did Crisis on Infinite Earths for DC. Like, yeah, it's just very similar. smashing Earths together. Like you make all these storylines, they're like, right, well, we need to put them all together into one Earth. Just because yeah. it's way easier. And it's way more straightforward. It's a lot less confusing yeah, for everyone involved. Absolutely. So the maker, Reed Richards, allied with the Cabal, and they began working on a way of surviving the final incursion. Um, so Reed, meanwhile, is whispering to Nick Fury, being like, hey, if we destroy Earth 616, we'll be the last one left and we'll survive. Yeah. And so this starts a big war between both universes. While also both Earths are about to crash together. Uh, so, and then uh, the maker steals plans for a life raft from Reed Richards from Earth 616. And so Reed Richards saves a number of the, the heroes from Earth 616. And the maker saves the Cabal and a lot of villains. He saves Thanos. Like, what? because he's like, he would help me. If if I need if it him. came to it, if it came to it, I want him on my side. So Reed is like, "Come on, you're in the life raft." <laughs> Miles Morales sneaks aboard that life raft. 
it's a big, pre- he... it's a pretty big life raft. To be fair, if Thanos it's is all sizable, it is. And sizable, Galactus like. is also on it, or is he? Galactus is still space? in the negative zone at that okay, point. Okay, cool, cool, uh, cool. And then, basically, both Earths crash together. All that is left is the life rafts. And who should come back but Doctor Doom, who sets up Battle World and the Secret Wars event. Now, that's where we're going to leave it for now, because Secret Wars is something I actually want to cover in its own. And it has been announced as having its own movie. It's also getting its own movie. So it's going to be, I'm going to to do like a little precursor, a little like rundown of how the comics work out. But that's where we're ending the story of Ultimate Reed Richards, the maker for this. The man Um, who saves Thanos and lets all of the heroes die. Saves Thanos, lets so many heroes die, destroys 67 Earths to protect (laughs) himself. Um wants to basically start humanity over again thinks he's a god so many wanted to dissect tony stark alive like he's but just you know a, what though like what? earth 616 that's the regular marvel earth mm-hmm. that reed richards i think if he heard those plans he would also think well he probably had a good reason to be fair to him can i just uh, the, the the earth 616 reed richards he, d- he did destroy a few Earths and then decided, no, this <laughs> no, is too we've much. We've all destroyed a few Earths. I'm not going to judge him for that, Sean, but go on. What, 67? <laughs> too many. And then just very briefly on powers and abilities, largely the same um, yeah. as as ma- regular Reed Richards. Do you know Reed Richards is, I mean, he could stretch, but his biggest strength is just being a bastard. It's, it's his, his ability to inflict pain and misery on everyone yeah. around him. Um so elasticity, his cells have been replaced with pliable bacteria stacks. Uh, he can stretch his body in myriad ways without the, disrupting the necessary functions of vital organs. He can also stretch his brain to make himself more clever, essentially making him a human computer. Uh, according to Reed himself, his biology is not based on the principle of entropy, causing him to be effectively immortal. Uh, he also does not need the nourishment. Die. <laughs> he, he doesn't have need for a vascular system or oxygen. He has survived in vacuums. Uh, and I, I love the way they describe this on the wiki is that he possibly fails the definition of being alive. <laughs> Someone read that out at my funeral. <laughs> 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 Guys, he possibly fails the definition of being alive. But look, you know what? I, that's the way he wanted to go. And then also super genius intelligence. So he's a child prodigy, decades ahead of his time. Um, his powers augmented his intelligence, making his brain bigger. Well, centuries he, ahead of his time, after 900 ab- years. Actually, yes, he is. He's a very yeah. smart man. Uh, he has an IQ of 267. Um, and this is a reference to DC Comics, apparently. Uh, Tony Stark sa- stated him to be a, a intellect level 12. Uh, apparently the best it can be in the DC Who chose universe. 12 as the best? I, well, Marvel does a 1 to 7 rating system, so, so who knows? I'm, I'm like, not even sure what 12 is. That breaks uh, the system. Batman's probably an 11. No, oh, he's probably a 6. <laughs> we're going to go off. He's an idiot, that lad. <laughs> and then on the 1 to 7 Marvel rating system, intelligence of 6, strength of 2, How speed is he of a 6? Six, sorry. Because he he's not, because 7 would be he knows everything, everywhere, all of the time. But he kind of does. 
Well, he, actually, he does in the comics now. So, after Secret Wars, right? They remade... I know, like, we're short on time. No, but, but he it, does know everything, after, though. He does know everything, but at the time that this story happens, he, he doesn't know everything in all universes everywhere. Okay. Whereas... But that's because he blew the them all up. Blew them all up. But at the minute in the comics, they remade all the universes. And all, all the Reed Richards, all the maker Reed Richards in those universes all share one single consciousness so he is conscious of every universe all of the time so he knows everything he knows everything now but at the minute intelligence of six strength of two speed of two durability of five energy projection of one and fighting skills of two i think so he really he's gotta be seven as well is uh well he did get burned that one time uh, okay six, quite badly but burned. like i mean the man can't die he's more and then they froze him in fantastic four 2005 you remember that <laughs> oh remember yeah that happened? <laughs> yeah, that no. <laughs> so it's look it's an easy it's an easy to have happen, it's easy you know? done it's easy done to get frozen shot <laughs> but that is my very brief report connor on reed richards oh the God. maker the the man the myth the legend the bastard Reed absolute Richards. dog of a man an absolute dog of a man we joined him up with Hank Pym and man just awful human beings um, Sean would you like me to take us out yes please Connor um, if you liked what you heard here we have as we said lots of other episodes covering Eats. a whole bunch of other heroes and villains and that some of them are good and some of them are terrible and some of them are funny and, uh, in terms of character choice one of them was a guy who was made of ice cream that was his power I remember that that's true um, I remember there was a man called the badger who had no powers based around being a badger no uh, he, he, just, he just he just was a badger um, there's a guy who well Doorman he's our favourite and then the black, the black condor he just learned to fly from looking at birds shout um, out to the fabulous frogman a man who can jump a bit <laughs> Comics are weird, man. Yeah, they're <laughs> all up on our heroesforhire.ie website. So basically, if you can think of a comic book character that you like um, or you think is weird, we've probably done a report on them. All you have to do is just go to our website. Uh, as I said, heroesforhire.ie. Just go to the search bar. The episode will pop up there. Um, we also have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're all linked down below. And um, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Here's for Hire podcast. Nailed where we it. put up a whole bunch of extra content um, and extra movie reviews and all that stuff. Um, yeah. But most importantly, Sean, you can just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Liam. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.